When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a reason why they call it Nightmare Hall. This week on the podcast, The Silent Scream by Diane Hell. Welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast where we discuss uh, YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katine. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And as Kelly said, today we are discussing the first in the Nightmare Hall series by Diane Ho. This one is called The Silent Scream. We're both silently screaming and right now. now. <laughs> now I'm silently screaming inside. <sighs> it was, uh, well, we'll get to it. Kelly, how was your week? Well, I'm glad you asked because I haven't seen you in yeah, a little while. You were sick. I was a little sicky-poo. And I missed... Doing this. I know. I'm I was feel better. really sad to not do it, but I was also really sad to be very sick. Um, I did have a stomach flu, and it was not it was not pleasant. And I was trying to tell Kelly that she had the flu. I know. She was she, trying to, she was like, we can still record. And I was like, girl, you got the flu. You were completely right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I think I just ate something weird. Yeah. Um, but then I had a fever, and then I was wearing like five sweatshirts and sweatpants and fuzzy socks and under all my blankets shivering and then I woke up in the morning in my underwear with my sweatpants balled up next to my head drenched in sweat (laughs) and I was like I don't know what happened (laughs) but I like woke up like (gasps) like coming out of like water basically Mm -hmm. because I was just like suffocating myself and the flu fugue yeah but now I'm better and I have successfully been eating and I worked out today so I feel happy about that oh good and yeah, finish this book out well. Yeah, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Good. How are you? I'm good. I was at Disneyland yesterday. I saw that on the social the media. Main Street Electrical Parade, which is cool. back for a limited engagement, back from Florida, and then it's over forever, mm. which I hate. That's really sad. I love the electric oh, God, light it's parade. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best parade because. Mm. I didn't have a no sound sational with like Owl City yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. I was going to say no offense, Owl City, but you can take offense. Ooh, I do not enjoy you. Flame War, mm-hmm. Owl City coming at you from Teen Creeps. Yep, don't mm. don't like that sensational parade. Mm-mm. If you didn't know, I have an annual pass because I love Disneyland. I love Disneyland too. I do not have an annual pass. I think I'm going to get one though. It is because it's so worth expensive. It. I it I obviously think it's worth it. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. It's a lot, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'd make it worth it. I'd go a oh, lot. Yeah. You know? I mean, we went yesterday because uh, my boyfriend, Mike, made like a special reservation at Blue Bayou. Oh, And then Blue we Bayou. got preferred like standing area for the parade. Ooh. It was a special electrical parade menu. Cool. And it was pricey and... Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was hardly anybody there because it had been raining all day. So we didn't need the preferred space, but we got it. Cool. <laughs> and we got little necklaces. Aww. Or lanyards. Mm. Yeah. Not as exciting as necklaces. A good time. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a 24-carat <laughs> commemorative electrical parade necklace. It was just a light-up turtle. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. That's good. Mm-hmm. Everything else good? I think... I can never, like, immediately <laughs> remember what my week was. Me neither. When we do this podcast. Uh, what did I do this week? What did I do? What did I do? I don't know. I read two books. Cool. I read uh, one. Actually, no, I read two. I read mm-hmm. uh, Eternal Enemy, and then, but I didn't finish Eternal So 1.75 books. You're getting there. Yeah. And I read this book. I read Silent Scream. And then I got out from my little bookcase the wicked heart mm-hmm. and read the back and was like damn what the hell it's crazy it sounds crazy here be nazis damn whoa yeah <laughs> you're in for a ride listeners 
Um, did you like this book, Lindsay? I liked it fine. Yeah. I think she's a good writer. I think I she think is Diane, a good writer. Diane Ho's maybe a superior writer to Pike and Stein. She is a good she writer. She certainly understands women better. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's a real girl. Yeah. It's a real girl. Here's what girls t- sound like when they're thinking. Yeah. Um, I will say that this, um, the opening chapter where uh, the house mother. Yeah, we're being introduced to Nightmare Hall. Giselle's, oh God, quote unquote, suicide. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that good. beginning chapter, that was, it was scary. Yeah. And like, I feel. I could feel it like where they were like, there was no sound, but like the sound of her kind of swaying mm-hmm. with the rope mm-hmm. and like in like the, the birds of the room. And- yeah. It was really like, I could see that as a movie. I always like, you can always, or I can always tell when I like um, one of these books is when I like can imagine it playing in my head as if it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was, it's a good barometer. I cast her, I cast Jess as Courtney Cox, young Courtney Cox. Interesting. Like young, young Courtney Cox. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I had had to make a guess, I don't think I ever would have gotten there. Mm. It was just because she had shiny black hair and and blue eyes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got it. Liv Tyler also could be her. You're going real 90s on this casting. I Because like closer to the era. Closer to the era. I would have been plumbing current times. Oh. For casting. Yeah. But I also wasn't casting it in my head. Yeah. I, I was casting it. it. Also, I know no, like, young famous people of today. <laughs> Emma Stone. Oh. That's it. Well, if she can and be cast to play an Asian person, then she can be cast to play this girl. Yeah. That <laughs> movie's shit. I haven't seen it. Oh, God. I watched 15 minutes, maybe. <laughs> it is awful. It is so awful. Mm, I buy it. Her character makes no sense. I don't know what's going on the whole first 15 minutes. I was like, I can't tell what this movie's about. I don't know why she's so curious to talk to this person. Mm. I don't know what Bradley Cooper's deal is. Like, what's this movie about? I don't know yet. Unknown. Unknown. Well, Dumb. There's no Dumb. way to find and out, and we'll never know. Her character's so weird. Really? Yeah. Mm. It's weird. Well, it's weird, but I don't recommend it. I hope she Books finds herself. Better. God bless. <laughs> You know what? I just hope that she, you know, is able to eke out a career. Yeah. I mean, it's tough out there for a young ingenue, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fucking love Emma Stone. I just hate that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Everyone is allowed to be in movies that are bad. Everybody's allowed to. Everybody's allowed to. Nobody's stopping you. You can do whatever you want. Dream small. Dream, <laughs> dream tiny. <laughs> dream sad. Yeah. Dream sad, kids. Dream sad. Um, my Kindle keeps telling me that the battery's low, so it'll be real fun if all of my bookmarks are lost to oh, me for no. this podcast. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, do you want to read the whole? Yeah, the whole synopsis. So okay, how do you pronounce V O G T? Vote. 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 I'd say vote. Okay. Vogt. Jessica Vogt gets a rude awakening when she moves into Nightingale Hall and learns that the previous spring. A student named Giselle hanged herself from a light fixture in Jess's new room. Campus officials pronounced it a suicide. But did Giselle really kill herself? Or was it a setup? Strange things are happening to Jess. One night, she's awakened by a terrifying scream. A photo taken of Jess and a classmate reveals a third person in the shot. A girl with long, pale hair and a sad face. Is Giselle trying to communicate with Jess? As Jess moves closer to what really happened that fateful night, Someone starts targeting her. Is she being haunted by a ghost? Or is there a killer on the loose? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Both. Um, I was glad it was both. Me too. I would have been so bored if it was just... Nope. Coincidences and somebody's trying to kill you. Yeah. And I would have been bummed if it was like, the ghost is evil when she's not. She's yeah. like trying, which like, she's it's like, bitch, I didn't commit suicide. Yeah. You better figure this out for me. Yeah. I will say. It was the handyman. Trucker. I really wanted it to be Ian, the boyfriendy guy. Because he was acting kind of sketchy sometimes. But they, she had to make him acting kind of sketchy just so you'd think that. I just wanted him to be the guy. I didn't want him to be because that seemed kind of standard that it would be the guy she's interested in. Yeah. 
Plus, you got to have an ending where she's got a boyfriend. She has to have a boyfriend. If you don't end a book with a boyfriend. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be Milo. Yeah. Because that was so obvious. It was such an obvious red herring. Yeah. Um, But I was like, throughout the book, I was like, I'm pretty curious to see how this unfolds. Um, I think she's a good writer. I do think she's a better writer than Arlstein or mm -hmm. Christopher Pike. But I think Christopher Pike has way more interesting ideas. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is the first book in the Nightmare Hall series. So maybe... Maybe it gets more spicy. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, if you look at Weekend or Slumber Party, you're going to be like, I don't need any more. This Christopher Pike fellow. Yeah. (laughs) No thanks. No thank you. Um, But... Hard pass. (laughs) Uh. But yeah, I mean, it, it it was a pretty predictable ghost story slash killer person story. Yeah, and not that much really happened. I don't think it was on like R.L. Stein babysitter levels, but... No, a lot more happened, but like but the bulk of that book happened in Jenny's head. But at least yeah. this one was just like, and then we went to get pizza. And then yeah. we talked in the living room. And oh my then God. I went to the library. They... Yeah, when she, when uh, so their house mother like falls is Breaks. pushed by some sort of spirit. I'm guessing Giselle. Yeah, down the stairs. Maybe and trucker. Maybe, but but wouldn't. But then they would have seen him. Mrs. What's her face would have been like, no, somebody pushed me. She'd be like, bitch, someone pushed me. <laughs> I felt hands. Yeah, she dislocates her hip and she's like, bye. I cannot be your house mother anymore. I'll have my friend who hates children. That was checking weird. on you. And she was like, mm. Or I'll just, like, send you food. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> I love it when a writer will um, <laughs> will get sort of hung up on the technicality of things. They're like, I got to get this chaperone out of the way. But they can't be completely without an yeah. adult in the system. I'll create a friend that doesn't want to be around but acts as a figurehead. But like, oh, we don't Just need so that. Like, They're 18. Yeah. They're 18. It's Get fine. over it. <laughs> but it's like, they can't be alone. We need that to have... happen. So this lady's like sending them shit. And, um, but I, I did like that they were kind of like excited to be on their own kind of. And um, so they're constantly eating pizza or hot dogs or popcorn. Having a bread fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> when they were playing football with the bread, I was like, stop. You You're... knocked over the goose. I know. This is an antique. Antique spelled J-U-N-K. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, good like, comeback. I was just imagining being Jack. Is that Milo or Ian who said that? I think it was Milo. Milo. Milo's the more snarky one. Yeah. And John is like kind of there, but like is mostly just smoozing on chicks. Mm-hmm. I was imagining being Jess in that situation where she is like trying to set up dinner and she's like trying to reheat this fucking lasagna. This lasagna. And she's, she's like, like trying to work in I'm the kitchen. Chopping vegetables, guys. There are adult men throwing a loaf of bread as if it's a football. I would have been like, can you please take it the fuck outside? Like, get out of here. They were so annoying. Your college fun is getting in the way yes. of my dinner. They're having like raucous college fun. Such wholesome fun. <laughs> they are very wholesome. So wholesome. No one drinks, right? I don't think anyone no, drinks. It's not even brought up. Yeah. Not yeah, it's at never all. even an issue or a question that they would be drinking. Like they just get soda at the pizza place. Yeah. They go to a party, but the beverages were so overladen on the table that the table was about to groan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that sentence she was like i wouldn't have been surprised if it had grown (laughs) who's the real protagonist (laughs) jessica or the table (laughs) you just feel for the table yeah so descriptive Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was gonna what was i gonna say damn it Mm, sorry Mm. well good to know this is uh 1993 this book was written in 93 yeah which explains a lot of things that happen in this book Mm -hmm. like none of them have cell phones which is pretty aggressive like a lot of things probably could have been solved by that and then also um the paper with kath i was like oh man this is like i was imagining having to hand write all of your papers in college oh miserable or use a typewriter oh yeah it's 93. Who's using a typewriter to no type some letters? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's not accurate. 
Can you imagine? I was writing papers on computers in 93. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, no. Mm, 93, mm, no. I would say 96, 97. (gasps) By 94 and 5, I definitely was. I don't know about 93. Maybe not. In 92, I definitely wrote a paper for fifth grade. 93 was sixth grade. I can't remember typing. Do you remember how, like, shitty printers were back then? Oh, yeah. They'd always be running out of ink. Matrix, baby. Always. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and then you'd have to rip the sides off. Yeah. I remember that. Ugh. Do you and remember I, Mavis Beacon? Yep. Mm-hmm. She taught a generation of children how to type. Mm-hmm. I remember my parents had an Amiga in the computer room. Wow, I don't know what that is. It's an old computer. And the game that I had on it was Space Quest. And it was one of those where you had to type the commands. So you'd be like, yep. run. And he'd be like, I don't do running. And you'd be like, <laughs> walk to the thing. And he'd walk to the thing. Did you ever play Loom? No. Oh, it was a PC game. It mm. infuriated me. I think it's Lucas. I think it's a Lucas game. Mm. It's crazy. Because like in between me and my sister... There was such a change in um, in technology. Like, it was growing so, so quickly. I'm sure there's a change even between us. Yeah, between you and me. What year were you born? 88. 88, right. Yeah. It's six years. Yeah. Six years. I feel like during that time, I want to say like... Yeah, that's a huge 1990 shift. to like 97 was so much change in technology. Yeah. Like, huge. Because that was the difference between... Me being like the only one I knew with AOL Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everybody being on AOL. Just everybody. Yeah. I also remember like going into AOL chat rooms and being too scared to say anything. Oh, I (laughs) went in AOL chat rooms. I remember like being like, sex location. Yep. ASL. ASL. Yeah, I definitely went in there and I'm definitely had some inappropriate conversations. Mm. But where it was just on their side. Yeah. And I know what they were getting at, but would <laughs> pretend I didn't know. I'm yeah. like, oh, what do you mean? I, this is what I look like. What are you wearing? Jeans, a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, pervy old man. Yeah. A full body cast. <laughs> <laughs> My face is a pizza. <laughs> My legs are mozzarella sticks. My lips fell off in a <laughs> car accident. <laughs> <laughs> how i don't know i don't remember that's part of the accident <laughs> how dare you <laughs> i was the only one i knew all through high school with a cell phone damn yep, yep, i yep. i was one of the few kids that didn't have a cell phone until senior year uh-huh. switch mm-hmm. actually freshman year no one really had them it was like between sophomore and junior year that like it went from nobody had one to everyone had one. What well, was freshman year for you? What year? 2002. Damn. Yeah. I graduated 06. They didn't have them by 2002? People didn't really have them. I guess. I mean, w- me and my friends were in college, so I guess that's just more likely that. I think also like, it's younger. Own, have yeah. cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I think it was part of it that like people were like, mm, my kid doesn't need a cell phone. Whereas like sense. now... Everyone's like, my kid needs a cell phone. Yeah. Because I need to get a hold of my kid. And for us, and they were just like, mm, I, always, I always know where my kid is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I can still see this book happening with current technology. It would totally. Just be like, they'd find her phone and there would be texts on it. Yeah. Mm, or she'd be taking a selfie was... and then in the background, instead of in that like <laughs> booth, it's like she's taking a selfie and in the background, yeah, that girl's in Giselle, that picture. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's weird. Holding a solo cup. <laughs> uh, poor Giselle she's too beautiful to die mm-hmm. they all are but I was imagining though I mean I guess in college because that was something for me where not everyone had I think now in college everyone has laptops and you take your tests on your laptop but we had blue books yeah we had you, blue books you, so. like, yeah you wrote your whole thing Yeah, and then in law school you were required to have I mean, you weren't required, but everyone did it because it was, yeah, laptops. And then you had to have this software that like took over your computer and shut down everything else so that you couldn't look things up. I never thought about that. Yeah. How that would have to work. Well, it was pretty horrifying because sometimes it would, 
bug out and then Ooh. you'd have to just raise your hand and ask for a blue book and then try to do the test. You know, sometimes my blue book would reboot. Silly, silly, funny joke. <laughs> it's because it's not real. I can't do that. <laughs> That's not how paper works. That's what the joke is. That paper's permanent. That's not how paper works. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, that's what I was going to say. Not even any mention of alcohol in this book, mm-hmm. whereas in the first Christopher Pike book, it was like nine-year-olds started br- drinking brandy and then set a house on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. the difference between Christopher Pike and this book anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yep. This was like alcohol was completely absent. Non-entity. Yes. Not realistic. Um. I thought that John, I mean, she really nailed it home with John being such a fucking douche when he walks up to the house and he's like, this house is a mess. The the shutters have gone a starboard and the door is askance off of the mast. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Why would you? This this house is not yar. (laughs) And then uh, truckers like, you go boating a lot. And I was like, this dude is such a fucking turd. Oh, I was going to say, why is... Like everybody, not everybody, but the people who are a little more broadly drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ian is just kind of Ian. Yeah. But Milo is always wanting to go fishing and always yeah. writing in his notebook. And Linda is always swimming. Yeah. Always. Kath and is always Kath studying, always and, studying freaking out. and freaking out about her parents. And um, John is always like skeezing on girls. Yeah. Or driving his Beamer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his red beamer. Yep. So uh, Jessica and Ian are the only ones who are like, we're people. Yeah, they're actually people. Mm-hmm. Um, like every time Linda gets discussed. I was laughing because uh, in the conversation between um, Jess and Ian, when he's like, I've, uh, you know, I've been around. I Took a little while after in the summer between <laughs> yeah. high school and college and rode my bike around. And she's like, I thought he seemed older. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he seemed worldly. <laughs> I could tell there was something more adult about him. Yeah, she, it's like imagine an 18-year-old for yeah. like three months. For three months is just like Going on wee. Route 66. <laughs> I have a bike. Yeah. I'm riding my motorcycle. <laughs> On the on the subject of her writing a girl mm-hmm. so much more believably than Christopher Pike, would be like, she was a slice of American cream pie. Ew, yeah. <laughs> so in this, it's like when, or like, he had a body like anybody did, but his fit him extra good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah his body fit him like a glove. Yeah. I was like, ew! That's like what Christopher Pike thinks women are thinking. Yeah. Like, ew, slap that skin on to some Wow, muscle. he had a butt that went on for days. <laughs> Whereas Jessica in this of Ian is saying, she noticed a tiny space between his upper front teeth and thought it was cute. Yeah. That's like, like that's totally, a thought I'd have. Totally a thought I'd have. Like, oh, look at his face. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's yeah. different about him. I would totally think that. <laughs> his jaw was chiseled in a way I wanted his dick to chisel my vagina. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was a little confused because, so the way that she describes Milo is he seems like a fucking bridge troll. She's like, he's, she's like, his hair's overgrown. His like his beard's beard. never been trimmed. Yeah, he's like, um, like what else is about him? Like it's just, it was just like he seemed unkempt, way unkempt. And then later they're like, Linda is like, he's so cute, right? And she's yeah. like, Jess agreed that he was cute. I was like, wait, what? He yeah. seems disgusting. <laughs> he had, a, he was like a beatnik. Yeah. I think that was like, they were saying that he was but like, very artsy and like she wasn't describing him. No. Well. It was like so Jack Kerouac came off like rumple still skin. Yes. <laughs> he like, like stomped huh. his little leg right through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that child. <laughs> and disappeared in a puff of smoke. Mm-hmm. Um I thought that she was good like more than more than the other books we've read. She was good at like setting the scene. Yeah. She wrote this 
So they're all getting together and having like a get together to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Together and gather and get mm-hmm. together. Uh, so it says the party got off to a good start. The evening was warm, almost balmy, and it was quiet and peaceful on the hill. An intermittent hum sounded from the highway below as an occasional car passed, but the birds had quieted down for the night. Jess had borrowed a dozen fat, stubby candles from Mrs. Coates and stuck them in clay flower pots Trucker had brought from the potting shed behind the house. They were scattered about the large porch, the candle glow providing a soft, pale illumination. I wanted to be on that porch. That's nice. It sounds really nice. Sounds like a lovely porch. Yeah. It's summer. Yeah. You're 18. God, that was like bringing back memories of like that brief period of like when you're at college, but classes haven't started yet. Mm-hmm. Where that is like the epitome time. of no responsibilities, and I had I known, I guess maybe I did know somewhere that like I would never have that again ever. Like, there's never a day in my life now where I'm like, I have no responsibilities, no obligations to yeah. anyone. Usually, if I'm not doing anything, it's because I'm blowing people off. You know, like mm-hmm. it's because I'm hiding from the world. Yeah, but back then it was like. I can't imagine having a day where I'd be like, I got nothing to do. That's amazing. I have weekend days like that, but it's it's still always like, well, I should be yeah, doing something. Well, that's something. the thing. Like you should, but there's nothing. So there's just anxiety wrapped up in any day I have yeah. off because it's just like, oh, I don't want to do anything, but I should be doing yeah. things. So then I feel shitty about myself, even yeah. as I'm doing nothing. I keep telling so myself, I'm choosing to you do deserve nothing. this. You yeah. deserve this. You should You've earned this. Back then, it was like nothing. Ah, God, what a dream! I miss college so much. I, I do, but so I much. don't. I do, but I don't. I miss it so much. Lindsay misses it. I utterly miss it. There's, I would purely so go back and to utterly college miss college at the drop of a hat. I I miss my friends. Mm. I miss being in theater. I miss cast parties. I miss mm. drunk so dancing to more fun. College. George Michael's Freedom. Oh my God. Yeah, I was like, first I was like pre-med and then I was pre-law. So right. it was like not fun. I was I was in the major that I wanted to be. Yeah. So that makes a huge difference. Yeah. And it was much, it was much more of a built-in community. Yeah. Oh, that sounds Drama, fun. kids are nerdy and social. Yeah. Huh. I liked it. It was fun. I regret my first weekend in college. I didn't stick around. I went home to get more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I missed a whole bonding yeah. opportunity. So when I got back, I was like, my roommate is already best friends with everybody here. Yeah. And I don't know anybody. Yeah. We had three Chris's. It's on an unrelated note. We had three Chris's in the dorm. Uh-huh. And so we distinguished them by, there was um, DVD Chris, Drunk Chris, and Counter-Strike Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, Counter-Strike or some kind of gaming yeah. term. Yeah. Because he was always playing Counter-Strike. Oh DVD Chris had a lot of DVD. Yeah. Drunk Chris was drunk. I wish that I had, like, done more of the dorm experience because I, my first year of college, I was, like, in a really bad, unhealthy, like, really unhealthy relationship. And um, so I was just, like, always over at, like, my boyfriend at the time's house always and just like was never at the dorms like didn't make friends with anybody I made friends with one girl who I was really close with and remained close with her throughout college but not I I wish that I had experienced it as like myself as opposed to like being afraid to not spend time with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. so it was yeah I don't know I wish that I had had that time as me well i had that decided for me by uh not being in a relationship (laughs) for pretty much all of college Mm. yeah (laughs) so it was really easy for me to be like i'm hanging out with people all the time yeah there's ups and downs to everything i guess Mm -hmm. you take the good you take the bad is that a song lyric Mm -hmm. facts of life Uh, there you have facts of life life. the facts of life Mm mm-hmm has a guy ever called you kiddo? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a relic of like the 90s that doesn't happen anymore. No. Maybe, I, I know somebody's called me kiddo. 
I like it as a nickname, though. Me too. I like it. I just notice it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Someone call me kiddo. <laughs> Why are you calling me Why kiddo? Why aren't you calling me kiddo? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Nice. My dad calls me that. Yeah, it's it's like a dad I'm like, hey, kiddo. Or an uncle thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. An uncle that you're like kind of not that close with. Who's like, hey, yeah, kiddo, like, I uh, call me that. <laughs> you you want to wear my hat? <laughs> hey, kiddo, you want to sit on my lap? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't even really want to hug you. <laughs> I didn't have any creepy uncles. I God. did not either. All my uncles were, I, I had like, we, I have weird uncles. I have oh, sure. very strange uncles, but not any creepy ones. Yeah. Yeah. I have one that's like really into martial arts but he doesn't really do it, but he thinks he still, he like <laughs> had at one point a black belt in judo, but is now like 62 and hasn't done any martial arts in like 20 years, but still claims that he could do like a flying kick if he wants to. Very <laughs> weird. He's a very strange man. I like him. Yeah. He sounds fun. Uh, He sounds yes and human. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes and no. I'll change that based on your reaction yeah. when I said that. <laughs> well, it's only because he can like, he's also like a weird know-it-all and he'll just like say things that aren't true and then like he'll just make things up and be like, no, it's true. I read it. And we'll be like, okay. It's very weird. Go that do type a of flying kick. Yeah. Go do, go do some flying kicks, buddy. Come on. Mm. Talking about John. John. Yeah. Because he's like the rich kid and uh, Jessica doesn't like him immediately. And I thought that this was a really good, like, uh, per- perfect illustration of who this guy is, apart mm-hmm. from being rich kid. Because sometimes she would do something a little more subtle and, like, artful in getting these characters across. Yeah. So it's when they're at the pizza place, and John at this point is trying to get Kath's affection. Mm-hmm. And so this is about Kath. Lost in thought, she failed to notice when John sent her a sympathetic smile. His handsome face registered disappointment and then annoyance that she hadn't been paying attention. Yes. Yes, I loved those details. Yeah. It's totally, and you're like, oh, I get this guy. Yeah. That's, I get it. I know this guy. Yeah. And he, like, you can tell that he needs, like, that female validation Mm -hmm. always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also like that he, I feel like in another book, he would be the love interest. Uh-huh. But he's not. Like, she sees him and is like, <laughs> okay. Gross. Like, I think she actually even says, like, oh, sure. Like, in her head when she meets him. Yeah. Where she's like, <laughs> okay. That's a funny bit. Yeah. I think I did not bookmark that. I Kindle is not great for this podcast, I will say. It's hard. Because I can't then just uh, go like, oh, I remember that part. Let me just flip to that part. Is there a, a way where you can annoying. just look at highlights? Like where you can just go from your highlights to your highlights to your highlights? Yeah. Oh, there is. But I didn't highlight that part. Uh, so I can't just be like, oh, yeah. That. Oh, I don't get mm-hmm. this joke. And I'm wondering if you can help me with it. Sure. So when they're first going to the house... Mm-hmm. And it's like huge, right? Like they're like looking through, and it's like so massive because mm-hmm. it's an old house. And then Jess says, "I feel like the incredible shrinking freshman." She told Linda, who giggled nervously as they entered the library with its floor-to-ceiling bookshelves. What incredible shrinking woman was a movie starring Lily oh, Tomlin? Okay, there we go. Thank mm-hmm. you for explaining. You're I was like, I know it's a reference to something. It's like a, it's a commentary on the life of the housewife. Mm. So she keeps shrinking. Yeah. You know what I loved? This is unrelated. Okay. <laughs> I'll let, I'll allow it. Um, I also like that you have your hands resting <laughs> so properly on either side of the mic. I don't know why I decided okay. this was a good place for my hands. It's very I will cute. set them here. The stand is nice and cool. It is nice and cool. It's an enjoyable experience. It is. And it's kind of like, I like the texture. Anyway. <laughs> Um, that's all, this is also not good listening. Um, okay. So the part that I really liked, uh, or the thing that I liked was that like all the creepy stuff that was happening to all these people was just to cover up the fact that trucker is searching in all of their rooms. Cause I, I liked that. I liked that. I thought at first that it was just supernatural stuff, 
Like, I thought it mm-hmm. was, like, the ghost, like, fucking with them. Mm-hmm, I did, Because some of it was. Like, the mm-hmm. mirror shattering. That's what I... Yeah, that's why I liked that it was both. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. And I loved that, like... So, there's, like, a variety of... And... So, this is the interesting thing. So, when he's, like, fucking with them, like, and in, in putting, you know, like, taking the paper and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he knows that, like, there's a ghost in the house and that they're going to chalk no. it up? No. So, you think he's just, like, this will be a weird thing that will distract them? Yeah, he's just trying to trying to make sure nobody realizes it. To him. So, <laughs> what it is in the book is that Giselle was seeing Trucker, who is now gotten himself a job as the handyman of Nightingale Hall post Giselle's death Mm -hmm. in order to make sure that nobody discovers his letters to her, which make it abundantly clear that he murdered her and that she didn't commit suicide. He is a way abusive boyfriend. Yes. Emotionally controlling and manipulative and abusive. Yeah. Um, So he was, she went away to college and but they were supposedly had an agreement that she would only get one year, and then they were going to get married, which is so weird. That is fucked up. And and Fuck it totally, it totally sounds like something that someone trapped in an abusive relationship would try to do. Yeah, this is very like, realistic. Yeah, where she's like, um, just give me a year, and then to hope she's that he will buy just herself time. Yes, yeah, that he will just fade away. Yeah, she's trying to like crowbar some space yes. in. Yeah, poor Giselle. Poor Giselle, indeed. So he had basically taken advantage of the fact that, like, her mother had just yeah, been she's diagnosed in a place. Um, with some kind of terminal disease. Her dad is spelling, spending all his time with the mom. Yeah. So Giselle is just, like, alone. And her so he— Mom is dying. Like, fixes her car and then is like, let's date. And she's like, okay. Yeah. So she—they become codependent. Totally. But that's not her nature. Mm-mm. So she snaps out of it when her mother dies and her dad is more attentive. Yeah. Again, and it's time to go to college. Yeah. So she goes to college. He's sending her all these threatening letters. Like, you're not returning my calls. You're going to be sorry. Mm-hmm. You're going to be so sorry. Yeah. I'm going to make you sorry. Yeah. It's and then like, he does by he killing does. her. He kills her. And then hangs her from a beam in, or a light fixture yeah, in make her it room. Yeah, like suicide. Um, and so, yeah, he he's gotten himself there to be this groundskeeper type person for Nightingale Hall so that he can, like, try to find these letters. Yeah, he knows they're there. But he can't he figure out know where. where they are. Um, although that doesn't make a ton of sense, because he goes for the trunk where her letters are. That trunk was there the whole time. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. But so throughout the book, it's a combination of Giselle trying to make everybody realize that she didn't kill herself, and Trucker trying to make sure nobody finds out that he killed her. Yeah. So that's the combination of threatening creepy boyfriend and supernatural. Yeah. And I liked... Um, I, I love the fact that Giselle kills him in the end. Yeah. I love That was weird. That, that was really weird. So Trucker's cool. going after Jessica trying to kill her because she's figured it out. They're down by the river. She's like found the incriminating letter that he cannot find. Mm-hmm. And... He, trying to make sure that they pin it on Milo, he's like, this part makes no sense. But he's like taking a photo of Giselle. He's placed it under a rock in the water. Yeah. And he's telling Jessica, like, I saw Milo put it there. So you know that he hated her. Yeah. And she's like, "Mm, Milo's not here. (laughs) Also, that makes no sense. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? Why would he come back here when everybody's accused him of killing Giselle? I'd be like, I'm going to put a picture under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> that's a rock fact. Yeah. That's a rock fact. <laughs> uh, the so, paper, like... F- yeah, gets- when he's, like, going after Jessica <laughs> with a fucking... What are the... Like, a... We've done this before. Garot? Oh, right. Garot. He's trying garot. to garot her. He's trying to garot her neck. Yeah. With a wire. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, the photo flies up out of the water, pastes itself on Trucker's face. And it's her face on his face. On his face. <laughs> he has no face. It's her face. It's her face. And he's like breathing in and it's like her mouth is like being sucked into his mouth. Yeah, it's suffocating him. He falls back into the water. Bonks his head. Bonks his head. And that's it. He's dead. Yeah. 
And then it's just like we like are described just, an, an image of her just smiling. Yeah. Of Giselle's face. So it's like face his smiling. body and Giselle's face, face smiling. smiling. He's dead. Like exactly as big as his face. Yeah. It's like a headshot. Real weird. Yeah. It's yeah. just this Giselle headshot. And and she um, was trying for a modeling career. Yeah. She was at Barbizon. Oh my God, Barbizon. I remember there was this girl that I went to middle school with who thought she was the shit because she did Barbizon. Oh, her yeah. and her sister did Barbizon. They were so cool. My friend in third grade, Lacey, she did like Barbizon or John. John Bonet. Or John Bonet. <laughs> uh, what was that? Uh, John. Not that it matters, but it's bugging me that I can't remember it. Is it child modeling? John Patrick Shanley. <laughs> Is that it? No, that's a play, right? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but she did that one, and she had all these like modeling headshots. There'd be like, is it J O H N? Yes, John Casablancas. Yes, not three. Yep, John Casablancas. I, she might have done that one, but yeah, that's Goofy. very funny. Mm, Everybody I'm looking at their website now. In that mall. I'm looking at this. Oh, interesting. You're at the mall with your mom. Yeah, a modeling agent comes up to you. Gets you to take a bunch of classes and pay for a bunch of headshots you don't need. Yep. My sister um, got approached um, for probably something similar to that. And I remember it, the, it was at Sunset Gower Studios. Was the <laughs> uh, audition thing. And I was a very homely child. And my sister was very cute. And I remember she was like, um, oh, this is like for, for this cute child. And my mom's like, oh, I'll bring my other kid too. And she's like, uh-huh. And I show up and they try to offer it to my sister and not me. No. Yeah. I've seen photos. You weren't a homely child. Uh, this was this was when I was like 12. Which oh, that's not a great age. I, I wasn't looking great at 12. No. My sister I, just started getting cuter and cuter. Yeah. I was uh, probably, uh, I went through an awkward phase that was from like third grade to sophomore year of high school probably. It was really long. Mine was fifth grade to two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) When I finally started drying my hair with a blow dryer and wearing makeup. I don't dry my hair with a blow dryer. Well, clearly you don't need it, but my hair is frizzy and needed it. (laughs) It needed it. And I wouldn't do it. I don't know why. I... I was like, I can't figure this out. I actually, for yeah, for a long time, I was like, like I can't, I'm like, I, but, I can't blow down my hair. Dry my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a while, I was like, well, okay. When I first discovered makeup, I was like, I need to have a full face of makeup all the time. So like, uh, pretty much up until law school because I like stopped caring about my appearance at all during law school because it was like (laughs) horrible but up until then um like I want to say like late high school to end of college I was like mortified with the thought of not having makeup on and having people see me (laughs) it was so weird like I needed to have like dark dark eyeliner Mm -hmm. and then I would highlight it with some like green emeraldy kind of (laughs) look that was pretty horrifying that, I mean, that sounds pretty. I started wearing eye makeup right after college, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually try like foundation and bronzer and shit until mm-hmm. about a year ago. Oh. So I guess I started blow drying my hair <coughs> me, four years ago. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Um, I started wearing makeup last year. <laughs> I'm 33. Is this how you do makeup? <laughs> uh, we should do some uh, makeup tutorials. Is this That'll be fun. Being woman, <laughs> am I woman now? I, as soon as I started doing that, I was like, "This is literally face painting." Yeah, you're literally painting your damn face. Yeah, I kind of get freaked out when I have too much makeup on now. Like I feel like I need to wash my face immediately. Yeah, it's, but I've like rebelled hard against from like. The person that I was in college was like, I was wearing dresses all the time. I think you could probably count on one hand how many times you've seen me in a dress. I think you probably see me in a dress zero times. I could not say. Yeah. I am sorry. It's okay. I pretty I, much only I wear pants. 
don't. I don't really see clothes. <laughs> um. Yeah. But, so she kills him with her Barbizon headshot. Yeah. And so I guess in this moment we learn that Trucker has been searching for stuff and then like fucking with their shit in their rooms. So he yeah. Like, so people don't know that that's why their rooms are weird. Yeah. It's like, it like, really distracts them with, pay like... Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I stole your term paper. Yeah. So he starts out by stealing Kath's term paper. and then outline for her paper. Right. And she's like, well, you think I don't have time to write this? I'll rewrite this overnight. Like, it must have been Milo. We're in the same class and you haven't started your outline yet. My yeah. parents are going to kill me. <laughs> My parents will kill me if I get anything less than an A-. minus. Ugh. I, not that my friend was annoying, but I had uh, a very small, very pale, very dark, curly-haired uh, friend or roommate in college who stayed in her room studying all the time. Really? Yeah, she was really, really studious, really devoted to school. Mm-hmm. Also really de- delightful and fun, and I loved her. Yeah. I'm so glad. She like... We don't Kath have to study and terrible. Kath was awful. She, no she laughed once. Yeah, remember? towards the end, she like has a laugh. She has and just she like, emits a laugh. Just like, like it's she nice starts, to see her. Yeah. Laugh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Kath's not the worst. <laughs> yeah, she can feel happiness. And then she dances with John at the fall ball. Oh right. Oh, what's with the? Do people have ball like, like no, dances in I, college? No, I don't. No, no, so. I bet they used to. Maybe. Maybe in 93, if you were in college in 93. It's probably just a much tamer deal now. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're, there's a dance happening. I went to SDSU, so it was like... A party. Parties. That's a party Par- school. Yes, it is. I went there for the first two years, and then I had to leave for a variety of reasons and went to UC Riverside. Very different. Yeah, because I'm from San Diego, and that was the other school that accepted me. Oh. SDSU. That's just you. Their yeah. theater program, not as good. Oh. Where did you go to college? Uh, UC Irvine. Oh, right. I knew mm-hmm. that. Really good graduate program. Fine undergraduate program. <laughs> but as I said, I loved my time there. I wouldn't, like, go somewhere else. Like, yeah. who gives a shit? I was doing improv, and I liked that. Yeah. Huh. Um... Right. So at the fall ball... We keep kind of straying from this. Because this book is sort of like... Na, 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 it's like, na, well, then we went to this. Na, 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 na. I do want to question. So, like, okay, in the book, Jess gets fucking attacked because she's like, they're oh, all that going, was a yeah. good section. Yeah, so that was all, a great section. Yeah. So they're like, we're all going to go to this party. And at this point, Jess is like, I know these fucking letters are somewhere. I found one of them in my room and I'm going to find some more. This is sketchy. I'm going to figure it out. So everyone's like, I'm going to go to the party. And she doesn't, she's like kind of think, realizing to herself, like, I don't know why, but I don't want to involve anyone else in this. Like, I, I feel like well, I just need to. really trust anybody right. else. Because she keeps saying, like, it could be so-and-so. It could be so-and-so. So she's like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And she's like rooting around. And what is it? Like the lights turn out? Yep. Electricity goes out. And there's, like, something in the cellar. There's, like, a sound in the cellar. And she's yeah, like, and she's, like, go. hoping that Trucker is just fixing something with the electricity. Right. So she goes down and she's like, Trucker? She gets shoved from behind. She falls down the stairs, bonks her head on the floor, and then passes out. Wakes up. Something smells, smells kind of sweet. Yeah. She's like, I, I got to figure this out. Door's locked. What am I going to do? Someone took off the valve. What she am I going to do? enterprising. Yeah. And then what does she do? She... Well, she's wandering around trying to find oh, right. the furnace. She's bumping into some stuff. She finds where the like shutoff valve should be, but it's, it's gone. Off. Trucker's taking it. Yeah, and she's trying she's to like bumbling around. She finds like a scrap of wool on a nail, and she covers her mouth with it. Yeah, and then she finds another valve. I guess turns it off, but it's still poisonous. But she's there. still stuck. Yeah, she's still breathing gas. Still stuck in that basement. She has to punch out a window. Yeah, with her shoe. Let me find that whole section because it's it's a good, it's a well-written section. It, it was, I was like, uh, it was just kind of stressful section. I liked it. Um, and yeah, she like, she looks at the window and she's like, I know this is going to be sketchy for me to squeeze through a broken glass window, but I have no other choice. So she takes off her shoe and smashes the glass 
and then smashes the rotting wood around the window and squeezes herself out. But she's still disoriented from all the poison. So someone, she can only see their shoes, like presses her down into the ground and basically is like, you thought you could figure things out. Well, you can't. And tries to kill it. her. Oh, good. Um, It's like pretty standard. <laughs> Fair, the dialogue anyway. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> think you're pretty smart, don't you? <laughs> Getting out of the cellar. You weren't supposed to do that, Jess. Couldn't leave well enough alone, could you? You were the only one who caught on. Giselle's death had already been forgotten. But you guessed the truth when you found that letter you found. When you read that letter you found, didn't you? (laughs) I knew you were lying when you said you had a headache. You were going to look for those letters. That's why you wanted to be alone. Busybody. Busybody. (laughs) You lied like Giselle lied. She said she would marry me, but she only said that to humor me. So I'd let her go off to college. She said it was just for one year. Then we'd get married, she said. But she lied. I knew it when she didn't answer my letters or phone calls. Blah, blah. Yeah, so he's real abusive boyfriend. He's an angry, abusive man. And she, the our uh, smart heroine, uh, realizes that the broken glass from when she got out, there's some next to her. And so she's gripping it so tight, it's cutting into her. And she's like, I got to do it now because he starts choking her out. And she swings back and stabs him. She's not really sure where. And he recoils and runs off. And then she's discovered by her friends. There was a part, I can't find it, but there was a part when she's like trying to figure out how to get out of the cellar that I thought was so relatable. Mm. Where she's like, she starts crying because of the unfairness of it. She's like, I don't want to have to do this. This is hard. Yeah. And I'm scared and I'm in pain and there's gas. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It was just like a good, like relatable yeah. Jessica moment. Yeah. I, I thought she was a great character. I liked her a lot. Yeah. And she was very relatable. Very likable. Um, the, she only, she takes in characters' appearances, but she doesn't judge them. Mm-hmm. Linda is just a big girl in the sense of being tall. Yeah. Nobody's a fucking shabby slut. Like in yeah. And like no one has books. like a face that only a mother would love. Like, yeah, and I actually really liked that moment with her and Linda in the, um, in Linda's room. Yeah, it's really nice. Linda, so Linda's like, I'm going to go to the library with Milo. And she's, she keeps acting like it's going to be a date. And Jess the whole time has kind of noticed that Milo's been a little bit cool towards Jess or towards, um, Linda. And so she kind of takes her side and she's like, are you sure this is a date? Are you sure that Milo thinks this is a date? Mm -hmm. Which isn't bitchy. No, it's like, she's looking out for her friend. And I loved that Linda was like, look, I don't know if it is, but I really want it to be because I'm a really tall girl. And Oh, yeah, I definitely highlighted that part. Yeah. And uh, guys didn't really want to go out with me. And the only guys that would have been taller than me were jocks. And they weren't interested in a strong, athletic girl. Here it is. Linda, are you sure Milo sees this library thing as a date? Hairbrush in hand, Linda turned away from the mirror to face Jess. Look, she said, nervously fingering the collar of her peacock blue blouse. I know you think I'm being really dippy about Milo, but I never dated in high school. I mean, never, not once. I'm a big girl, Jess, bigger than most of the guys in my high school. The ones who did tower over me were jocks, and they weren't keen on dating a hotshot girl athlete. She's cool. She gets to be a hotshot athlete. Yeah. Like, and then... My parents were always so proud of their daughter, the athlete. They never guessed I was lying awake nights wishing I had a date. And and then her round face flushed more deeply, feeling ashamed because I wanted something so trivial. Yeah. That's so, because that's a good combination of like, well, I'm, I'm fully formed. I'm an athlete. I'm strong. I'm good at what I do, but I also want a boyfriend. And then that makes me feel shitty because it seems so trivial and needy. Yeah. That's incredibly relatable. And I love also that it's contrasting with her being an athlete, which is like, you are supposed to be strong and like, Mm -hmm. um, so I really, I liked that a lot. Yeah. And I loved. And then Jess is like, you look really pretty. Yeah. I loved that Jess did that. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I loved Jess. 
And then the mirror explodes because they mentioned mm-hmm. suicide, which was so scary. That's cool. I was like, oh, no. All the things before, I was like, okay, this could all be a human. Yeah. I was like, yeah, supernatural. Yeah. Explode that mirror, baby. Yeah. It was exploded. And yeah, I I really liked Jess. Yeah. It was refreshing. It was. This is the difference between a woman writing yeah. a woman and a man trying to write a teenage girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think men know enough probably to just, for for the most part, write a woman the way they would a man. But I think that they trip up when it's about teenage girls. I think that they think They're, it's superficial, yes. that all girls hate each other, that all they want is a boyfriend. And I think also so much more nuanced than they're that. like banking on their experience with teenage girls, which largely happens when you're a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And so and like you're not really seeing them as no. fully dimensional. Nope. So I think that that kind of might be a stumbling block as well. Um, I do want to know. So she gets attacked and then don't they go to the ball after later? Yeah. Yeah. How come not like right after, but how come the police are not involved in this? There's nothing. Oh yeah, she did get attacked. She got attacked. They don't go to the police about Milo because there's nothing. Right, because they don't have evidence. It's Milo, but yeah, she straight up got attacked. She got assaulted. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I was like, guys, <laughs> Why don't go, to, they the go to the police. They'll surely believe you, and it will be an incredibly yes, easy time. It will be so easy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all my bookmark. Sorry for the silence, guys. I was looking to see if there was mm-hmm. something else. I uh, I will say the worm thing got me. I was like, sick. That was gross. So gross. Yeah, because in Jess's room to hide that somebody was looking for the letters, they just filled a drawer of hers with worms. And put her clothes on top of them. Ugh. I felt so bad for when she's like, I couldn't afford a new wardrobe, so I just washed them. I was like, sick. That's relatable. That's so relatable. Yeah. To be like, I guess I gotta just deal with it and wash the clothes. Well, there's a part I liked earlier in the book on the poor on the poor kick. Um, after she like buys all her textbooks and stuff, and it's like the first day of college. Somebody, yes. one of the people, are like, "How do you feel?" And she says, "Poorer." Yeah, <laughs> dude, I remember like because this was before it's fucking books, man. Like, I people weren't buying books on Amazon and stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. had to just buy it from the bookstore. Yeah, and even the used ones were. So expensive. And yeah. you sold them back for like 20 bucks. Horrible. Oh, there was a cool part where she's talking about going through her textbook that's like fun <gasps> and... Yeah, one, of, what one of the textbooks like, is uh, G- Giselle's. Yeah. But even more than that, it was the description of her going through the textbook that I like. Here it is. Picking up her new books one at a time, she began leafing through them, enjoying the feel of the soft dog-eared pages. The used smell of them, trying to imagine a face behind every name written on each frontispiece. What? What's a frontispiece? I didn't know what that was. Oh, well. Someone named Susan Braun had owned her mouth book. What would a Susan Braun look like? Tall and thin, intelligent face with wire-rimmed glasses, pretty with a nice smile, someone who actually understood the intricate-looking equations in the middle of the book. (laughs) That's funny. And then, yeah, she discovers that it was Giselle's book. Okay. yeah, it keeps going, like, two other names, blah, blah, blah. Craig J. Winters III, which sounded to Jess like tons and tons of money, probably all handed down by Craig J. Winters the first and second. That's and very Tom funny. Wilson, a nice, simple, ordinary name that told her nothing, except that she probably would like someone who wrote his name Tom instead of the more formal Thomas. That's cute. It's just... I, I like that she has person. imagination. That's a person. Yeah. A frontispiece in books generally refers to a decorative or informative illustration facing a book's title page, being the being the verso opposite the recto title, title page. Damn, those are all a bunch of terms I didn't know. Okay, yeah. This, I feel like the person that wrote this Wikipedia entry is trying to impress somebody. Is snooty? Yeah. <laughs> this is totally unrelated. I was trying to figure out who votes for the DNC chair. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, specifically, like, who in my yeah. area I should call yeah. to try to urge them to vote for Ellison. Mm-hmm. And he lost. It's Perez. Mm. Whatever. Um, but so I go to the uh, the DNC wiki entry, and it's mostly filled up with controversies. 
Okay. And then I go to the RNC wiki, and it's just a, a rich history of the of the institution. <sighs> and I was like, some Republican hella wrote this yes. DNC wiki page. Yeah. They deleted everything else that was in there, and they just put in controversies. That's so annoying. How petty is yeah. that? That is That's so petty. Like- it made me want to go in and erase all of the... All of the RNC information. It's like the internet it's version. Like, you of- are fucking lucky. You're the party of Lincoln, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like the uh, internet version of like TPing someone's house. It's like yeah. so fucking petty and like, like what are you a child? Yeah, like, what? Come on, you're trying. I know there was something else here. It's like you're not. This isn't real. You're such a dick. Yeah, oh, shithead. <laughs> yeah, fuck that person. Fuck that person. Fuck that person. We love Jess. Mm. Um. Team Jess. Team Jess. We are not team DNC hack. (laughs) (laughs) Wikigate. It was probably Julian Assange. (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker. That sexual assaulting motherfucker. I liked all the the gifts and photos of Brie Larson not clapping for Casey Affleck. Loved that. Yeah, girl. Loved that. Um... Yeah, it's it's so weird that it's like really well drawn characters, but I'm bored by the whole idea. I'm just kind of bored yeah. by this book. I mean, like Master of Murder is a piece of shit, but real fun to talk about. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's I I don't know if it's just that like we're it's the first book in this series, and so we're not seeing. Yeah, maybe she really ramps up the, and maybe there it it, like it wasn't even going to be a Nightmare Hall series. Yeah, maybe it was just called the Silent Scream. Yeah, so I really hope it picks up. Me too. It's like this is well written, but I don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I enjoyed myself just fine, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing that I was so passionate about that I was like, I can't wait to talk about this with Lindsay. Yeah, me too. Except for the motorcycle ride thing. About him being a worldly gentleman because of his motorcycle ride. Yeah. There were, I mean, there are a few things but, here and there, but it's like there's nothing so silly going on that I'm like, oh, let's get into yeah. this. And there's also there also was nothing that I was like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It nothing was, is it was fine. A, yeah. It was like a glass of milk. <laughs> it was fine. It was good. I like milk, yeah. but you know. Chocolate yeah. milk's better. Well, sure. There you go. There you go. There's no chocolate in this milk. There's no chocolate in this milk. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. So as far as the books we've read so far, it's hard to, it's like better than a lot of them, but uninteresting. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know where that puts it. Definitely I mean, some good feminism at play here. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, does it pass the Bechdel test? I'm trying to think about if any of the girls are talking about, like, a killer. Well, when she talks to Kath, because I think Kath is freaking out about the grades and her paper, and I never would have, like, left things there. And, And, like, I'm sure your parents, maybe you're, like, blowing up how much your parents would really be mad at you. So there's maybe that kind of... So is that just a result of Kath being so (laughs) one-note that, like, all she cares about is grades? So it's like, of course, all she can talk about is grades. Like, grades, grades, grades. Swim, swim, swim. Yep. Girls, girls, yeah. girls. I, it barely passes barely. the Bechdel test. Barely. There is that. But I just is, they're all super likable, super, um, you know, not just driven by boys. It's yeah. just that they don't happen to talk to each other that much. No. Jess doesn't really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just talking to Linda about her crush on Milo does get to a deeper place because then she's talking about her insecurities and, and like how her she was in high, school high school years and her and the parents. pressure of being an athlete. Yeah. It's kind of that too. I mean, they're all, but they're good female characters. They're strong female characters. It's just that, like, again, there's like not much happening here. No, not really. Um, yeah, I think it was fine. Yeah. 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 Hmm. 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 Yeah. That sums it up. Yep. Yeah, because I don't have anything else. More on this supernatural. Book. I know it's only nine nineteen, and I'm like, huh. Yep, that was a book. Yeah, I think we did it. I guess so. 
What a bummer. <laughs> well, I think we're over our hour mark, so that always makes me happy when we're there. True. So. Mm, yep. What else is in the news? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Roundtable. Mm, how about that Oscar night? Ooh, ooh, flubby flub flub. We watched like the first 40 minutes maybe of the Oscars at Disneyland because they were showing oh. it in the opera house where they usually have uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I actually was so fucking tired because um, my uh, Saturday was very, 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 very crazy. And then my Sunday, I didn't have a chance to rest because I was like one of my my friends was in town. And so I was like hanging out with her all day. And I got back and laid down on the couch, fell asleep. I didn't even see it. And I heard people across the street go, what? <laughs> oh my god and i was like what's going on and i was like what is happening what's happening what's happening i was like is it a sports thing like i didn't know what it could be so i was kind of bummed that i missed it we but. were eating at blue bayou mm, when, when our happened. friend scott saw on twitter that that it had been called wrong yeah so micah was sitting next to me and he goes oh twitter's blown up and i was like what and he's like something happened something happened on the oscars and i was like what happened on the oscars and uh and he's like, I think that's what those people are screaming about. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. And he's like, <laughs> You're wrong. I think so. I think that's what they're screaming about. And then we found out. So. Yeah. So there's that. So we yeah. talked about the Oscars. Talked about that. I guess we should just end the episode. Let's just end it. Let's end of the podcast. <laughs> I would love if we ended that way. That end of the podcast. Oh, was that? Um. Uh, next up, we are reading "The Wicked Heart" by Christopher Pike. Not with our guest, Katie Plattner, uh, improviser, funny lady. And um, yeah, not suggested by anyone because it's just back on the Christopher Pike train. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you... But thank you to at Catherine Haynes for suggesting the silent scream and cluing us into the fact that there are like so many books. There's so many of these books. There are so many. We're going to be books. doing this podcast till we're 100. Until we're 101. <laughs> Is that from something? No. No. Okay. I just did a person. <laughs> I was just a different person. Oh, I think it was a character. Put it in the put, I'll put it in, in my showcase. Kit. Yeah. You can come see my showcase. It's the 101 lady. <laughs> it's, that's it. 101. Uh cool. Um I cannot wait to read about that and Nazis. And mm-hmm. um yeah. Next up, Wicked Heart. Read it. Do it. Tune in. Love it. Thanks for joining. See ya. See ya. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to Team Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. If you like what you hear, please, please, please like, subscribe, rate. It really does help a lot. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. You can also email us at teencreepspod at gmail.com and um, we really like talking with you guys on social media it's super fun to uh, engage with you about these awesome and awesomely bad books so keep it creepy (laughs) 